Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Welcome to the Scare Guy Show Home Edition. We are the place for your news and insider opinions from the world of horror conventions, TV shows, films, and everything that's scary fun. We're the scary side of the con guy. And including brand new horror film, The Bone Box, which we'll be talking about shortly. It premiered on YouTube this week with one of the actors from the film, Aaron Schwartz. We're so glad he's here with us. But first, let's see who we have in the room with us, to, in the rooms with us today. Katie? Hi, everybody. It's Katie. Since we're doing the Scare Guys, you know, Final Talk, Girl Katie. I'm happy to be talking spooky stuff with you guys during this kind of spooky time already. So, Ben. Hey, everybody. My name is Ben Cleaver. You know, people always ask me, Ben, why are you always drinking out of that red cup? Well, it's because whenever Ben Cleaver shows up, it's always a party. Quack, quack. Cheeseman. Oh. Uh, and I'm Cheeseman in the chair here at home. Usually Cheeseman on the couch in the studio, but I'm here with thescareguy.com. Ryan? Yes, and I'm uh, Ryan Nilsson, and I am live producing this show so excited to be talking to one of the stars of mighty ducks and we're still in quarantine it's been a crazy couple of days but we've had some amazing people on the con guy scare guy shows recently and today is no exception uh, we are so excited for our guest today i'd like to introduce everybody to aaron schwartz on this week's hey, show, we are talking with aaron schwartz he is famous for his roles in the mighty ducks heavyweights gossip girl the Kaminsky Method. He was on the Kaminsky Method. I'm so excited about that. It's one of my favorite shows. Young Skills, awesome. Elementary, The Originals, and so many more. Tons more. You can also see him if you look, if, if you, if you want to check out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, among others. Today, we're going to talk to him about the Bone Box. But first of all, we just wanted to give a round of applause for Aaron for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks for setting this all up, guys. Let's see where we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So how you how how you doing these these days being quarantined, Aaron? Good. It's okay. It's good. It's it's uh it's an adjustment, but I'm uh happy to be healthy and safe yeah. from the coronavirus. Um it's a project to go outside to like put the mask on to make sure you do everything right. So still adjusting to it, but uh grateful that I'm not sick and uh you know happy that uh you know I have the ability to work out at my house. I have food. I have enough toilet paper, which is <laughs> just getting, it was getting it was getting close. It was getting close, and then I got some. So yeah, we're we're good here now. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a rare commodity these days. Oh my so, Aaron, god! So Aaron, we we are so excited to talk to you about so many things, especially the new movie which just premiered um, on YouTube just this past week. We all took a look at it. Yeah, and. Uh, so we are so appreciative of you being on the show today. We're going to take a break right me. now to talk about a couple of things, but please chime in. Anything you hear, please chime in, and, and uh, we'd love your, to have your voice and your opinion on this. And then I just want to let everybody know. So what we're going to talk about today, we're going to have a little bit of news and updates from the world of horror conventions. Um, Ben's got his three-minute rundown of news, and then we're going to jump back and talk with Aaron for the remainder of the show find out what he's been up to, find out about the new movie. And uh, we're just really excited about that. So thank you so much, Aaron, for being on thank with us. Guys, you guys hey, are Cheeseman. awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. She's been on the couch. What do you got? What, the masks? masks? Yeah. Ooh. Look what we got. Got a... I got to tell... Some... <laughs> All right. He's got something there. What is that? Oh, is that a Star Wars it's a face homemade mask? mask. Oh wow! Oh, my mask. This one is 
Can you write, recognize mine? Uh, that is a... Oh, it's Black Panther. Black Panther, Black oh, wow. Panther right? Okay. Yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's what, Black what's Panther. What's this one here? Star Wars. Nice, dude. So and we Star also Wars. Ha- you got that one? No, you, you got the other one, right? Do you have the Marvel? I do have a Marvel one here, too, as well. And I just want um, you guys to know to know that everybody is your part during this during this pandemic and the coolest thing my mom back in south carolina she can't really leave the house well she's leaving the house more than she should i'm trying to make her stay at home but i'm she is doing her part are you pulling Um, them up (laughs) hello yeah we can hear you Uh, you're pulling them up right jim or are you opening her uh her masks is that what's going on you're bringing up your mom (laughs) you're bringing up the masks that you're uh your mom sent in North Carolina or South Carolina? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I just received a phone call and it made the, the camera turn off, I think is what happened. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, um, no, no, there you go. my mom's in South Carolina and I'm so proud of her. She's made all these masks and she's sending them around to people. Very safe and very sanitary. I'm really excited about that. Good for you, mom. You should start a <laughs> for something. All right. We got a little bit of news here. Um, for those of you, you who don't know, this is the halfway to Halloween month. Halfway to Halloween, we have six months to Halloween. We're going to start our countdown. Please stay inside, quarantine. Do your part to keep everybody uh, safe so we can save Halloween this year, guys. We need Halloween back. Um, but what what's kind of cool is is if you guys uh, have not yet checked out Shutter, the streaming horror uh, streaming service on that you can get, it's fantastic because right now they are having a halfway to Halloween. Um, festival or marathon or whatever they um let me see shutter is celebrating halfway to halloween month with they kicked it off with a friday the 13th marathon with uh films one through eight and they're also doing some films of the most influential and memorable films of the 80s slasher era they've got a cool new series called cursed films there's actually like five or six films they're doing a documentary on about these films supposedly were cursed and these films um include like poltergeist you know the terrible tragedies that happened to some of the kids on Poltergeist. Um, the Omen apparently had some terrible things that happened. Awesome background, Aaron. I love that. <laughs> there it is. The, oh, uh, perfect. What the one that he like, just hangs all here? Yeah, that yeah. Been, what was the last one you had up, Aaron? Because I thought is that Liv Tyler over his left no, shoulder? No, that was <laughs> I was trying to put up the poster for the uh, Lifetime movie I just did. But uh, the posters, whatever's there in the picture, it gets really close. So I just saw Gina Holden's <laughs> face. Ah, I just okay. saw Gina yeah, Holden's yeah. face and not like up her nostrils. So I thought that was a crazy. Aaron's on Zoom and he knows how to use it better than I do already. <laughs> I, it t- well, it took me like 30 minutes just to log on. So I needed to like catch up quickly. So, yeah. Also, just to close out the shutter portion, they also have 10 recipes for drinks to celebrate halfway to Halloween. And finally, they have a halfway to Halloween hotline, which is the craziest thing. It's 914-481-2239. Again, the halfway to Halloween hotline. It's 914-481-2239. Call it and see what you got. I think it changes all the time. Did you call it? I haven't called it yet. You haven't called it yet? No, right. I could be directing people to something that's not very good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Call it all right. now. This is the part of the show where we like to catch everybody up on um, the news of the week. And so, Ben, 
Cleveland ah. taking over. So this will be the scariest three minutes of the week. How you doing, Ben? Do we have a uh, do we have a timer set up for me, Ryan? We do have a timer. It'll be popping up on the screen momentarily, but I will count you in, ah. sir. Alrighty. All right, we're gonna start the scariest <clears throat> three minutes of news in three, two, one. Now, the classic Stephen King novel *Salem's Lot* has never had a big screen treatment, but it's getting closer as horror writer Gary Doberman Doberman. Dauberman <laughs> has been named director of the New Line adaptation, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Dauberman is also writing the screenplay of the 1975 King vampire story. Dauberman has uh, familiarity with King's novels as he's already penned the screenplays for It and It Chapter 2. His directorial uh, coming out party was held last year as he helmed the film Annabelle Comes Home. This holiday season, Hallmark has some ornaments that would make any horror fan proud to see dangling from their tree, including new versions from the world of Jaws, The Haunted Mansion, and Stranger Things, all three favorites appear in the 2020 Dream Book, the official Hallmark Holiday Digital Preview Catalog. The Jaws ornament captures the moment of the movie, and the shark decides he's had enough of the crew of the Orca, right before <laughs> Officer Brody tells the Great White to smile. And Haunted Mansion maniacs will be thrilled to add the classic hitchhiking ghosts scene to their tree. The filmmaker... The filmmaking team behind the Sundance Film Festival sensation Two The Night minutes. House are reuniting to tackle the reimagining of the horror classic Hellraiser. The original Hellraiser was written uh, and directed by Clive Barker, adapting his own novella, The Hellbound Heart. And the 1987 movie introduced audiences to a puzzle box that opens a gateway to a horrific world and Cenobites, mutilated beings dedicated to torture and led by one nicknamed Pinhead. Gross. Following the release of February's breakout success of The Invisible Man. Universal Pictures is now seeking writers and directors for the studio's <laughs> next creature feature, and now Watchmen series director Stephen Williams has been brought in to helm Don't Go in the Water, which is being described as a suspenseful monster movie, according to Variety. Many are assuming this is Universal's remake of the classic film The Creature from the Black Lagoon, and it just came <laughs> over the waves. Uh, 65 just, uh, seconds. <laughs> what? <laughs> just uh, just this afternoon, somewhat related to scare uh, yeah. and horror, but uh, we've we've kind of known this for a while. But now uh, it appears Marvel Studios has made it official. Sam Raimi is officially directing uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the sequel to the uh, to the Benedictine Cucumber Batch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that what I call him. Right? Yeah. yeah. Is that your news? That's pretty. Yeah. That's my news. That's it. Well done. All right. You got to put on those sunglasses now. <laughs> there we go. Shade. There you go. That's fantastic. The, for me, you guys saw me get a little bit excited. The most exciting bit of news, of course, if they are doing a remake of the Creature from the Black Lagoon, I just hope they do it well. It's. I got. I got him here. I have my hat here. I have my shirt here. I'm a little bit geeked out on the news that the creature from the Black Lagoon, the Gill Man, may be making his return to movie theaters. I'm super stoked about that. So here's hoping that it happens the right way. Love your background, Ryan. Yeah, That's I like awesome. it, Ryan. Good background. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> this is the part of the show where we give a little bit of news and updates about from the world of horror conventions. So I'm going to turn it over to Katie to do that for us. 
Yeah, so I'm going to get into the convention update. We're talking about some rescheduled events because obviously once with the halfway to Halloween, there are horror events that happen, but some of them had to get rescheduled because of this, what's going on right here. But I did have to mention, if you do like Stephen King stuff and particularly the same Salem's Lot thing that Ben was talking about, uh, you can go watch the Castle Rock after show because they kind of talked about Salem's Lot the second season. So it's on Hulu right now. You can check out that telling. Nice. Lot. And you might see a familiar face on the after show. Just saying. And anyway, is that so, you, Katie? Yeah, yeah. Good. I did the Castle Rock season two after show, so it's me. That's the nice. that's the twist. Anyway, so getting into the convention update. Um, so Spooky Empire in Orlando, and if you guys um, aren't familiar, um, Orlando is also a very big hub for horror as well as LA. Those are two very big hubs for that. Uh, just a very big. Uh, demand for them in those areas so spooky empire orlando was moved from may 22nd to 24th to august 14th through 16th so i'd like to just say we're jump starting halloween early mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying you know and all pre-ordered tickets for may will be transferred automatically to the new dates in august uh they, they because they're postponing the tickets are currently non-refundable however if you are not able to make those dates you have a couple options uh the tickets will not expire they will be honored at our october event you will need to bring your unscanned tickets with you and the october event is october 30th through november 1st so halloween weekend uh tickets are also easily transferable all you need to do is transfer them over via email or printing them out so they don't have a non-transferable policy which is nice because a lot of events it's like non-transferable you cannot give this to someone uh and then lodging the Wyndham is now shut down as of last week so they're not sure where when they will reopen so that's for the a lodging update so because obviously a hotels is a big issue with all these conventions is you're like are they going to have the uh, availability at that time? And just stay tuned to the Scare Guy Twitter. We'll update you guys if you hear anything else. Uh, as well as Horror Hound Weekend, uh, which is in Cincinnati. It was postponed until May 22nd to 24th. May get changed again. We'll see. You know, that is, you know, kind of pushing it pretty close to after the whole stay, mm -hmm. at, stay in place thing is over. Uh, Horror Hound Weekend Indiana returns to the Indiana Convention Center in September. So that one's still sitting as is. And then there's Chiller Theater, which is a toy motto and film expo, June 5th through 6th in per Persephone, New York, yep. New Jersey. Okay, gotcha. Now, I did not know that was a place. So, all right, Katie's learning <laughs> some things today. Uh, and that's their 30th anniversary show. And then there is TerraCon in Rhode Island. Uh, so Rhode Island's own horror convention, June 13th through 14th. So, you know, midsummer, I like it, you know. And then mm -hmm. uh, on a side note, one other thing is Midsummer Scream. It's still happening as of now. I yeah. typed up an update today. That's the Southern California kind of jumpstart our um, horror convention. That's where a lot of the uh, Universal Studios and not they do presentations there as well. So that kind of is a big hub for announcements in the Southern California horror market. And that's still going on as planned as of now. Uh, and then last but not least, Days of the Dead, which is a very popular one. It is in Las Vegas, uh, but it moved from June 19th to through 21st to October 16th through 18th. So just right before Halloween, uh, it features Raku, what's that, is it? Raku Browning? So Rico. 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 I couldn't never tell. I was like, I know I'm saying that wrong, but I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, and then, and he was an underwater performer for Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes, I'm so geeking out a little about you know, Creature today, sorry. So yeah, <laughs> sorry, Jim, that I offended you by saying his name wrong. Um, oh, you're all will, good. Uh, it will also feature Richard Dreyfuss from Jaws, Tom Savini from the famous makeup genius from Friday the 13th, uh, Creep Show, Dawn of the Dead, and more. And then Oliver Robbins, who is the son in Poltergeist, and Linda, Linda Blair, you know, every, I don't even need to say who that is. Everybody knows. And then David Naughton, the star of 
an American werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. So, and lots more. So as we get more updates, we'll try to post those on the Scare Guy Instagram slash Twitter. So, yeah. Thank so. you, Katie. Thank you so much yeah. for that. Um, there's a lot going on. A lot of people are trying to do the conventions. And one thing that, um, and Katie's doing a really good job of, of keeping on top of it on social media. A lot of the conventions are moving online. They're trying their best to capture some of the things online. For example, not necessarily a horror convention, but WonderCon just this past weekend, they uh, they had their online WonderCon experience. Um, and throughout the entire month of April, they'll be posting panels, including ones for, one from yours, your team truly, um, as part of their virtual convention. So that's really exciting. It's very, really exciting. All right. So this is the part of the show where we get to switch over and actually host our own panel. So welcome uh, to the panel portion of the Scare Guys show. And this is where we get to find out a little bit more about Aaron. So Aaron. Hey. Hey. So we are. What's happening? Let's talk. Oh, about- yeah. Heavyweights. <laughs> oh, yeah. The heavyweights. Trying to, trying yep. to find all this stuff. So guys, oh, before, we we jump, before we jump into the bone box discussion, I know that everybody has a few other questions for Aaron they would like to ask. For, and my first one, Aaron, is. Yes. Oh, is this your first horror movie? This is, I'm going to go back there because it's distracting, I think. Uh, this right. is, no, I did a movie called, well, yeah, I think this type of genre. I did kind of like a slasher movie. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A, a thing called uh, the sl- uh, Slasher Party, which was, it had a lot of uh, YouTubers in it, a lot of well-known YouTubers in it. And it was kind of like, it was kind of like a Scream uh, the mm-hmm. new the new YouTuber star version of Scream. It was like you know, and I played one of the directors who uh, who gets slashed up in it. Yeah. So, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. So yeah. I, I I ask one more question, then I'll pitch it off to the to the rest of the team here. It's like, so how do you feel like when you're doing different films and stuff? How do you feel about horror films in general? Do you do you enjoy them? Is it something that you you like to do? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I, it's fun to see like, you know, how the cookies are made. Kind of. you, know, you, you watch a lot of horror films and when it's done well, you know, it, it scares the crap out of you. And you're like, how do they, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of work that goes into it. There's a whole team behind it. So, you know, on set, it's not that scary. And then things, you know, get pieced together and you get to see the magic uh, being made. So mm-hmm. I, I love being a part of that. I love being a part of TV and movies just because of that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I had a blast. All right, Cheeseman, I know you had a question. Yeah, uh, tell, us, tell us about your, your part in this movie. In The Bone Box. Um, in The Bone I Box. Play, I play a really bad guy. Um, I, I am, um, I don't know if I want to, I, can I tell everything about it? Am I going to give it away? Well, no, no, like, no, no. Here, of, here, here, let, here's what's yeah. publicly known about it right now. I'll give you the description. Okay. Okay. Here's the official description. Yes, because I don't want to mess up. Luke yeah. is a good friend, and I don't want to huh. oh, step yeah. on his toes in any way. Depressed and reeling from the recent death of his wife, Tom has built up quite a gambling debt. Mm. And he goes to stay with his wealthy Aunt Florence in hopes that she will write him into her will. When a nasty creditor, played by Mr. Aaron Schwartz, makes it clear mm. that Tom is out of time, he robs the graves of the rich townspeople buried in the cemetery across the road. But when, but then Tom begins hearing and seeing ghosts of the people he robbed. Is Tom's yes. conscience playing a trick on him, or is he really being haunted by those he stole from? So that's the premise of the film. You're the creditor. Yeah. You're you're basically I'm the creditor. The, you're the reason although, why he's going desperate. 
although he has a rich uh, aunt, I feel like, you know, just rob from the rich aunt. Why you got to rob all from all the dead people? You know, you know you're going to get haunted. Um, uh, yeah, it's it was fun. I get to play. I've been playing a lot of bad guys. Like everything that I've been booking pretty much for the past year and a half, two years, I've been just playing really bad people. So I don't know what that says about me, but uh, <laughs> it, what did you fun. use to inspire you for that part? Did you get a little like casino and get a little, a little Scorsese yeah. feeling? You know, there is a, it's a mix of different people. There's these moments where you have to kind of intimidate somebody and you have those little, those little beats and you, you I definitely yeah. get a little, a little De Niro in a tape yeah. here without the accent. Got a little bit of that. I don't, this guy's like a gambler. He's, he's somebody who thinks he's a big shot. He probably drives mm -hmm. a nice car that you know he probably shouldn't drive and he's made his money in a, in a bad way and so he uh he thinks he's uh, a god i feel like and so this poor young man is uh trying to pay off the debt that he accrued with me and uh uh i'm not very happy with him so yeah. there's a lot of you played a, a good of, tough guy thanks man it's the neck tattoo they put a neck tattoo on and <laughs> so yeah that was good. all i had to do was just talk and that was it yeah so Katie and Katie and Ben, what do you got? What kind of questions you guys have? Well, first of all, this I wasn't here for the last time, Aaron, that you were on our show, and so yeah. I'm not going to mention it much because I know we're talking about the Bone Box. But I am a massive fan of the Anaheim Ducks. I cannot <laughs> not Amazing. mention it. Um, and I think the show that you were on was actually before the 25th anniversary for the team. So I actually just wanted to ask yes. you real quick how that experience was for you because I know they did a lot of events for the 25th anniversary and I was just wanting to know how that experience was for you like did you really enjoy being a part of that incredible incredible it, it's always been a family Jordan Kerner who's the uh the guy pretty much put together the ducks I mean Steve Brill wrote it and uh you know he was Stephen Herrick directed the first one but uh Jordan Kerner is the mastermind behind it you know he kind of found the script brought it to Disney did did all the work and Jordan still is like a father to all of us. He uh, and he organized it with the Anaheim Ducks, and we all got there. And we they gave us they gave us our own jerseys. They made a jersey, a traditional jersey, and the newer ones for the uh, Anaheim Ducks. Got to skate with some of the Anaheim Ducks. Got to go onto the rink and do like a little flying V video. Um, it was huh. surreal, and it made me realize that I need to get back on the ice so I don't bust my butt every five minutes because I was. <laughs> I was okay. It, it came back, but I was definitely uh, rough on the ice. But it was fun. Yeah, it was lots of fun. Awesome. Yeah, I just had to mention it because I, yeah, like it just seemed like such a cool collaboration, and so being cool. able to go back after so many years, you know, it's it it it, it triggers a nostalgia in everybody, and I feel like nostalgia plays such a big part in so much as much people don't want to admit it. So, but yeah, thanks for answering that question. I yeah, think I, 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 <laughs> nostalgia is like the big thing now, and it's been happening. You know, I thought the nostalgia uh, craze was going to end you know, a couple years ago, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm grateful because you know I did some pretty cool stuff when I was a kid, and I feel grateful. I felt grateful back then. I knew back then how lucky I was, and. I still feel lucky and I never get upset when people mention anything from the past. So definitely, cool. definitely it's, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Awesome. Ho hopefully there'll be a Funko pop of you soon. Yeah. Right. As a, yeah. Like carp they Funko finally pop. announced, great. finally announced some Mighty Ducks pops. It took them a long time. I don't know if you yeah, guys know they that. Have, they have my friend Vinny who plays Banks. Yep. He's one. And that's so more, amazing. there'll be more in the future. I think I'm excited. I think so. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 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 
Aaron, uh, yes, sir. Question hey. for you. Um, so yes. in the Bone Box, mm -hmm. uh, you this horrible, horrible man that you play, your character in the film. Uh, his name is his name is Ben. As I'm like, yes, thank you. Yeah, his name is Benji. Uh, yes. Why why you got to be doing that to guys like me who are actually named Benji? Oh, because uh, you're all evil. All of you are evil. <laughs> you know Don't name your children. Right. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Benji's a very it's a look. Look, I'm a I'm a good Jew. Benji. Well, Benji's a nice, nice uh, Jewish name. Benjamin yeah. is what they say. Twelve what the elders tribe. say. There you part go. Part of the tribe, so you know. Uh, maybe it's um, not anti-Semites. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you did get your own dog movie though, Ben. That's true. We did get an adorable, a series of an adorable. Yeah. Of adorable Benji dogs. was the yeah. cutest thing in the world. So you, there you get right. Yeah. Just don't let me ruin it. Yeah. Um, exactly. No, but but actually, you, you know, you've said you've been uh, more the work that you've been booking lately, and I'm an actor as well. So yeah. um, you, you know, I know it goes through like these phases of booking certain types of jobs. Uh, this is the ultimate been... phase of not booking at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. moment. Uh, I got so of, excited uh... when I was like the Zoom. I was like, I'm going to be uh, on camera right now. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, like, I don't like this kind of stuff, but I was excited because, you know, I love you guys. I just, the interviews sometimes get a little like, I don't know, they're a little awkward sometimes. But yeah. this, I was so excited because we've been doing absolutely nothing. Except, <laughs> yeah, except watching TV. So I'm, yeah um so, sorry i don't know where no it's all good so coming all into right. this where you're you're starting to book currently some more like bad guys yeah um what's the thought process when you start realizing oh i'm booking like jerks like I how do it. you what's the adjustment that that you have to go into because you seem like a really nice guy oh i have some ex-girlfriends who might disagree with you but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm a pretty good person. I think there's, you know, I think there's a piece of every bad person that I play in me. Um, I don't think they're upfront and I don't think that's my personality, but I think, uh, I think it's more fun. And I think I feel more challenged when I'm, uh, when I tap into the bad people. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm better at it. I don't know. I think it might just be the Eastern European look that I have that people are just like, this guy looks no. like he's a bad dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But I love it. I I have I literally <coughs> a couple years ago I uh, was only booking like good roles, like nice roles, and I was like, man, I just want to book all the bad guys, and you know, I asked for it, so I'm been getting there's, them. And there's yeah. so much more juice there that you can yeah. kind of. It's so fun. It is, it. and it's and it, you were you really good at likable. You have to make them kind of likable a little bit. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not really that bad. They're just everybody right. else. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, hey, Aaron, let me ask you a question. So um, yes. about the movie specifically, um, for those who haven't seen it, you, where can people find it right now? On YouTube. Right. On YouTube right now, there's, I don't, do you guys have a link for it? There's a, I yeah, just well, watched it. Sorry. I'm putting a link. Yeah, I'll, I'll post a link online on the article for this, uh, this particular episode. Yes. Yeah, there's a, they're doing the, the, the world premiere on YouTube. Uh, mm -hmm. They got some uh, distribution and they they threw it on YouTube and I'm and I just watched it the other day and it's great. It's great. It's scary. Well, yeah. Well, YouTube's like yeah, the widest of... distribution a movie could get. That's pretty great. It is. It is. Yeah. But but I, I just want to jump on something you said about and you're kind of joking, but it's kind of true. Like asking about a, talking about a bad guy. Like all of us have something bad in us. All of us have yeah. something that can make us do things we mo maybe normally wouldn't do. In this movie. 
the and I don't want to give too much of it away, but the main character, it's in the description, the main character is actually stealing from graves because he's desperate for money. And yeah. he seems to he seems to love his aunt. And she, you know, she's talking about, you know, she actually has money. It's a really big house, but he starts to feel bad. Can you talk a little bit about that concept of like something bad in our lives that comes back to haunt us? That's kind of what the film is about. Yeah, is it? it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you make, you know, he's the protagonist too. Uh, yeah. You know, Gareth Corzin plays, uh, plays he did a great he, job. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's great. A kiwi. He's a kiwi. He's a, he's a, he's a cool dude. Um, he's uh yeah you know he makes these decisions as a protagonist when you make uh any decision you have to the audience has to be behind it otherwise even stuff that you would judge them for so i think it's mm -hmm. like in real life you know you make none of us make we're all our own protagonists nobody you know even i mean even hitler thought he was a good guy uh so you know we're all our own protagonists so when we do something we uh we think we're doing the best and then, you know, it comes and even if we know we're doing something bad, we justify it. So I think he justified it and, uh, and he, uh, dealt with the consequences and, yeah. you know, even, even my character, the bad guy in it, uh, judges him. I have a line where I say, uh, you know, what you did to those people was sick. I'm like, here's this guy who's got a gun to his face, who's trying to get money from him because he owns <laughs> some uh, underground poker gambling facility, and he's probably killed dozens of people. And here's this guy judging our protagonist about his decision he made. So I think it's a, I think it's a, you know, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a cool analogy for anything in, in life. You know, you, yeah. you, sometimes you don't know what you've done until you see what, what the uh, consequences are in retrospect. You know? Right. Yeah. And, and Benji gave him lots of chances. Oh yeah. Well, and he, two, he must two, two or three. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> Which he is immediately called him up and was like, "I need my money, dude." And then he was like, "All right." Like you know, a day later, later that day, he shows up and he's like, "Let me kick your ass now." Yeah. yeah. Sorry, can I say ass? Yes. yes. Okay, can you cool. tell us what a, a bone box is, so people yeah. kind of know what the title means? A bone box is uh, it's where uh, people when they pass away. It's a um, it's an area where you put their tchotchkes or their trinkets or their or their goods or their or their um, their expensive or their belongings. I guess it doesn't yep. even have to be expensive. Just something that was personal to them. A lot of these things can be expensive. They can be watches. They can be heirloom, you know, jewelry. So that's a bone box. It's something that people put inside of the uh, into the grave, and then he uh, he steals some bone boxes, mm -hmm. trying to pay back Benji. All right. Okay, let me and he doesn't. I'm so upset. He doesn't pay. Where's my money? No. <laughs> yeah. well, well, if he paid him back, the movie would be over, and that would be really boring. It would. So, it would be like, okay, <laughs> he didn't really learn his lesson. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, let me, if I can shift the conversation just a little bit. Yes, sir. Because we don't, we don't want to take um, too much away from the plot of the movie, but the plot of the movie, one of the biggest central themes of the movie is, are, are these ghosts real? Is this guy losing his mind or is he really being haunted? And everybody can make their own minds up because there's a lot of super creepy scenes that happen in the movie. I just want to ask you, Aaron, what yes. do you think? Are ghosts real? Do you believe in ghosts of any kind? I've been really into uh, um, uh, quantum physics lately. I've been like learning a lot about quantum physics. And apparently it, it's, there's proof that uh, 
if you witness something, you can change matter just by uh, observing it. So I think anything is possible. I think this world is a lot stranger uh, than not. I think anything's possible. So I don't uh, disbelieve, but I don't strongly believe either. I guess it's kind of a cop out, but if somebody, if, if I saw a ghost, I wouldn't be like, that's crazy. I'd be like, okay, and then they exist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey host, how do you feel about this? I'll, I can, I'll talk first, it's fine. Okay, yeah. uh, Go so for it. I, I don't, I wouldn't say I believe in ghosts per se, but I have had encounters in my life, especially at my former employer, that kind of question whether or not they might exist. Uh, you know, when you're by yourself and something happens and you don't really know the cause of it. I don't know that it's not some sort of presence. I think I believe more in a presence of something, but not necessarily a former person that housed that place. But I do believe that in, in energy, if that makes sense, that yeah. there yeah. can be some sort of, whether it's just a, a big bolt of negative energy that's causing something weird to happen, I think I believe more in that than I would be like, oh, it's a ghost. But of course, the easy thing to do is be like, there's a ghost in the laundry room. That's the easy <laughs> way to explain it. But when you're in a laundry room and all of a sudden, all the uh, doors of the laundry room washers close and you're you look around the whole place and there's no one there you're gonna think that there's something did that happen so, did that yes. happen to you katie wow yes. okay and that happened and just, to me i'd be like um yeah and okay for example there's another room uh in another location at my old job where you had to enter a key code to enter the building and there'd be days where you'd enter the key code and it would turn green, but the door would not open. You'd be like, it's not opening. And I'm not lying. I literally did this three times. The door would not open. And I went, stop it. And then the door opened. Mm. So, Just yell at it. So, and, well, at and least it was a nice ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like yeah. We, we would joke about it being a child that was the ghost because that's, it would act, you would, childish type things would happen in that area. So like mm -hmm. I said, I wouldn't, we, ghost is the easy thing to call it, but I wouldn't necessarily say yes or no on definitive answer on it. But we're You're grounded. Happen. You're grounded. Katie, Go to your room. I love this story <laughs> you just told, Katie. And it, I think for a future episode of The Scare Guy, we're going to have a ghost story show. So oh. we can all share our thoughts about this. Bring I mean, me back. I have, I actually, when I said I didn't believe or I don't believe or do believe, I have a couple of ghost stories from when I lived in Israel for a couple of years. Yeah, in the old city. So if if you guys are gonna do that, I got a couple for you. Yeah. Well, you know, Aaron, I just got to jump on what you said. You don't believe, but you do. But I think everybody is somewhat skeptical. I think we're all yeah. in the same boat. We all want there to be something more than just this physical world. You know, I as a person who goes to church, I do believe there's more than just mm -hmm. this existence. But when it comes to like ghosts and the creepy stuff of the uh, the dark realms that stuff is so intriguing but yeah. also so mysterious i don't think any of once we have that ghost story to um show i'll share with you guys my tale of when i did live in what was perhaps a haunted house for almost three months before me and my ex-wife left the house left our belongings behind and moved out of the wow state. oh i'm so, tuning into the show so that, <laughs> is. is that a teaser or what <laughs> that's a teaser i'm in ben, put the link what, up Ben, what, quickly, what's your uh, what's your opinion on this? Uh, I'm I'm kind of along the same lines as Aaron. You know, I I guess I consider myself a bit agnostic as far as ghosts go. Like, 
I think there's some weird shit out there. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but uh, there's there's something weird going on. I don't know if it's ghosts. If a if a ghost popped up, I'd be like, I would be like, oh my gosh, but I'd also be like, okay, yeah, that that was a ghost then. That's, uh, I do, After I, I ran close, out of the room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A close friend of mine used to be on the show Ghost Hunters. And so, I, you know, she is, yeah? and before that, before that, she had been on a local Southern California, like, paranormal investigation unit. So I know there's, there's something going on. Uh, all but right. I, I would agree, you know, there's, there's, there's all kinds of weird stuff that we can't see. You know, we can't see infrared light. Why mm-hmm. isn't, you know, why isn't it logical to think there's all sorts of other stuff that we can't see? There's right. even there's even a belief that we can't see uh, another dimension, even though it should be visible to us because we, you know, like, you know, when the uh, Native Americans saw them, they didn't see the Mayflower coming in, uh, but it was right in front of them until it was like real close because they have never seen a ship before. So maybe our minds, you know, do it a lot. They trick us. Yeah. We don't understand something. Yeah. This is a... This is an awesome conversation. Yeah. We are going to have the show. Hey, Luke, did you have anything <laughs> to add before we? I'll, I'll get- just keep mine brief. I I'd say I believe in spirits. I don't know totally about the ghost thing, but I do definitely believe there are spirits and things that happen supernaturally. And as a kid, like I would see things in my house or other kind of random stuff. But it wasn't like ghosts of people. It was more like other things. But for another show. Okay, here's the question. And hey, Aaron, so we recently yeah. did a. Have you heard of the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles? I stayed the, there when I first got here. Oh, I, I, spent, I spent. What? So there's there's a story about somebody being put into the tank, the water yes. tank. A girl was found yeah. in the water tank, uh, and she went missing. And there's a sto- And there's a, an image of her in the elevator and being like talking mm-hmm. to nobody. And they said she was schizophrenic, but. People were like, she never had any mental issues before. Yeah, right. I heard about it, but I heard about it like two years after I stayed there. Right. But I stayed there for two nights. Uh, I just got to LA and I was like, oh, this is a cheap hotel. Let me stay here while I like get my stuff together. And I was going to meet a friend. And then I ended up staying there. And like, I was going to stay there for almost a week. And I stayed there for two nights. And I was like, I got to get the hell out of here. Because <laughs> Why? Why? It was creepy. It was a creepy... Yeah. Creepy, <laughs> kind of, kind of a nasty hotel as well, but it was also creepy. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like. So huh. we did a show about it, and we detailed a lot of the the horrors of the hotel, the serial killers that were there, people that were killed, ghosts apparently there, and we did talk about Ben. What was the the girl's name that went missing? Uh, was it a, a, a something Elise Elise Lamb Lamb yeah. something Elisa Lamb, Lamb. Yeah. yeah I think it was Elisa it, Lamb. And our guest, uh, Bethany, who was our guest on that sh- our, our, our show that week, she sent me a, a information about a book all about Lisa Lamb. And so I'm going to read that book, and we're going to do a follow-up. But the question was this, real quick, because we are kind of running up against the clock here. Okay. If, you, if there was a, a house or a place that everybody said was haunted, would you spend the night there? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I wanted to do, like, a, a whole ghost hunter thing one time. I wanted to go, like... A, a tour through America and like go to all the haunted places. I would, I would make sure I was with somebody and I would right. make sure like I could document it. Cause so it wouldn't be, so I wouldn't scare myself silly for no reason. So I can at least document it, but yeah, I would do it. All right. Yeah. Well, Hey host real quick. Would you? I don't know. Not my thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, 
Yeah, it's how much hard... tequila would I have? Then you would do it. You would do it. I know you would do it. I left out that part. That would probably be nice. And yeah. yeah. I've had enough sleep paralysis on my own, so I don't need to oh, yeah. add oh, to that. Sucks. I think it depends. I would not go by myself. No right. way I would go yeah. by myself. So I'm kind of with Aaron on this. Like, depending on who my company was and who I went, and I'd probably be like every day before, I, like right before I go in, I'd probably be like, call someone who's not with me and be like if you don't hear from me in 24 hours like yep. send help yeah. right. maybe so, i'll do it if there's no bathroom mirrors because oh, oh, every oh, like the best part horror movie oh. always like has that like turn out the lights thing in the mirror yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so um guys let's go ahead and let's wrap up the discussion about the bone box if you have any other questions from aaron because i want him to be able to kind of like tell us what else he's working on these days but so how, any how other did questions you get involved how did you get involved uh, with the bone box? Uh, I auditioned, I think. You know, I don't remember. It was a while ago. We filmed it like yeah. about four years ago. Oh, uh, wow. Geez, wow. I wow. think, you know, you know what? It was uh, um, Gareth Corzin was friends with Brad uh, Everett Young, who's mutual friends with everybody. That's all I know yeah. you guys. Um, and he, we, uh, yeah. he, he knew about the role and he was trying to cast this role and he asked to meet me and I met him for coffee and we discussed it and he offered the role to me, I think. Yeah. Nice. Which was cool. Nice. Yeah, which was fun. It was a great role, too. So I was like, yeah. where was it filmed? Uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, it was filmed nice. I think, near Mid City in Los Angeles. A nice, it, creepy, old, creaky house. Oh, yeah. It, that it, house it didn't feel crazy. like Los Angeles. Oh, I know. They, they had a kind of a small town feel. They, yeah, yeah, great job with the location. They're great actors. David Chokiki was in it. I got to hang out with the Baywatch guy. That oh, was yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's cool. Awesome. Anybody else have any questions about the bone box? Uh, I have another one. Yeah. Just because, yeah, it's an interesting discussion. That opening shot, you know, where it's just yeah. this big, long yeah. shot with the light. Very interesting. Do you know how long it took them to kind of do that or kind of I wasn't choreograph there. that thing? I don't know, but it was a really great shot. And I could tell it wasn't digitally done. They, they did that full, long shot. Um, I have no idea. I'm sorry. I wish I, I wish I did. I wanted to actually, I was thinking about asking Luke who directed mm -hmm. it, uh, yeah. like how he put that together. Cause that shot that is really cool. It's creepy. Yeah. And it's also like anybody who knows film is like, wow, this yeah. is well done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, that opening shot with the, the cemetery and the fog, that was so great. So it was a long shot and he's running through the graveyard and he's trying to stay away from people. And the way they like colored it, it was like, they kind of like, they didn't like saturate anything. They made it really kind of like a little, not dull, but like the, some of the colors were pulled. And I thought that was really right. smart the way they, they, they colored it. Yeah. You know? So I encourage everybody to go onto YouTube, search for the bone box. It is premier. It just premiered recently. It is streaming for free. This is the best time to see it. So we don't know how long it'll be on there. So check it out check out Aaron's performance as a really bad, bad guy in the film. Bad hey, Aaron, guy. we got to throw it to you. We're kind of running up against uh, our closing time here at the podcast, but what other projects uh, are you working on these days? Quite a few actually are coming out at this time that I've worked on in the past and now that I've been working on. So um, actually, I just did SWAT. I played another bad guy in SWAT uh, yeah. with uh, me and the, uh, this girl, Rebecca Graff. She's a great actress. Uh, we uh, just did SWAT. It's called um, The Wild Ones, and it's coming out on the 22nd, I think. Not this <laughs> Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. You could see cool. that on SWAT. And so it's a pretty big role on, on CBS, which is going to be fun. Oh, it's um, on CBS. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, also did a movie called Adverse, 
which the, I'm a pretty small character. I play detective, not a bad guy in this, actually a good guy. Um, I have a couple scenes, but the cast is fantastic. And so I'm really excited for this to come out and for everybody to see it. I was supposed to go to a premiere a week and a half ago and got to, would have been able to meet Mickey Rourke is part of it. So Mickey Rourke, Whoa, Sean nice. Astin, I'm reading this because the cast is huge. Mickey Rourke, Sean Astin, Penelope Ann Miller, Thomas Ian Nicholas, Lou Diamond Phillips, Jake T. Austin, oh, wow. Matt Ryan, Charlene Moa, Shelly uh, Regner, Luke Edwards, Sam Levine, uh, Eric Smanza, Jesse Garcia from Narcos, Brian Metcalf is the director of it and the writer of it. Oh, uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas is a good friend and, and brought me along for that role, which I'm really grateful of. Um, and it's it's uh, it's uh, uh, Kelly Argent as well. She's a she's the protagonist. I'm really yeah. excited about that. Holy cow! Um, and um, um, Fame at a Deadly Cost. I just did a Lifetime movie that it's already oh, yeah. out. So if you go to Lifetime Movie Network, I play another bad guy, uh, <laughs> really really bad guy, and that's a fun role uh, with um, uh, Heavenly Reina is the co-star and, and Gina Holden. Really good. And. Um, yeah, I think there's some. What's that other, other little ones. small thing you're doing on the side? Which one? That you know, like your little project your, you're making. Your your personal project. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the documentary uh, raised yeah. in Hollywood. So yeah, that's been put on hold for a little bit. Um, but that makes sense. Yeah. Really, I'm really excited to put this out there. It's a story. You know, it's it's a documentary about um um the stigma behind child actors and why does that stigma why does it exist and uh, uh, should it exist, you know, and I, I personally don't believe it should, but it's my journey as a former child actor to uh, uh, investigate it. And uh, we have a great cast so far. Uh, mm -hmm. We're still looking for a couple A-listers. I want to get some A-listers to see what that life is and kind of like, you know, uh, pull the curtain, pull the veil up and, and look behind the real Hollywood in a way. Yeah. It's I know you don't want to talk awesome. about it right now, but um, it was cool to see the, the trailer when, with you talking to Corey Feldman. That was kind of cool. But listen, Aaron, yeah. we do... We so appreciate you coming on the show today. This has been a really great show. It's been awesome talking with you. And Thank, as thanks for having me. As usual, time has flown. We are out of time here. But Aaron, please come back anytime. We're going to keep the couch, the, the proverbial couch, warm for you. So when the documentary gets ready, um, come back. I got to ask you one last question. And yeah. you can just you can say no comment or you can give yeah. us whatever answer. Have you heard anything about yourself being in the new Mighty Ducks TV series? Yes, I, I did hear about it. Uh, they're, they're, they, they decided to, they, were, had, they had a couple of choices on how to make uh, the series so it was relatable to younger kids and also mm -hmm. they, had, they needed a new, a new team, a new Ducks team. Um, so they decided to change it up a little bit. And I, I think it's going to be, I wouldn't say darker, but I think it's going to be a little less, you know, uh, quote unquote Disney, even though it is on uh, Disney. And they're going to be, um, I think the Ducks are the, bad guys now and i yeah. think it's kind of like an overcoming the obstacle of being bad guys back to good guys kind of story um and so they wanted to keep it uh uh with new cast a whole bunch of other than emilio estevez they wanted to keep it all new none of the other ducks and they mm -hmm. kind of i think they want to kind of like dangle that over people's heads and apparently if it goes well you'll probably see uh, a lot of us in season two is well, what well, i've heard We'll go ahead and start the hashtag now. Bring Aaron back. So yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bring, bring the, him back. Bring the real ducks. No, no, no. The real bring ducks. the old right. ducks back. Hey, well, after success of Cobra Kai, you know, like the nostalgia yeah. and the whole thing. Like, I think yeah. if it goes well, then they'll want to keep bringing people in, and that'll make each 
season yeah. more interesting. I mean, I'm excited to watch it. Steve Brill, uh, the one, the guy who wrote the original Steve Brill is, you know, he's, he done, he does a lot of happy Madison stuff. He's mm-hmm. a great writer. He's really smart the way he writes. Um, I don't think he can go wrong. I mean, no. it's his baby already. And I think he, I think he's thought about this for a while and I I'm, I'm excited to see the magic that he's going to put out there. All right, guys, we do have yeah. to wrap up again. Aaron, thank you so much. And Luke will be contacting you because we want to get some duck love on the show, on the con guy show soon. So we'll oh, talk yeah. to you about that. Yeah. I'll bring some, I'll bring some of my friends up. Yeah, for sure. All right. The flying V. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you everybody for tuning into the scare guy show this week. Katie, where can people find you? Uh, hi everyone you can find me on instagram or twitter at kt <coughs> underscore christine a little bit more active than normal given the circumstances you can also find me on other after buzz tv shows uh such as the riverdale after show and the batwoman after show both of those will be back within the next couple weeks so just stay tuned to my social media and i'll tell you all about it but also if you ever have any questions believe in ghosts let us know on twitter on the contact. all right ben Hey, everybody. You can find me on all social media at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R. Hard to spell, easy to say. (laughs) And uh, I'm trying to get more active on Twitter. Um, I've been posting some videos on Instagram, which I'm pretty uh, excited about as well. So check me out. All right, Luke. All right. I'm Cheeseman in the chair. Normally Cheeseman on the couch. You can find me on Twitter at CheeseOnCouch and on thescareguy.com. All right, Aaron, where can people find you? I have some cheese on my couch right now, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, also, kind of hard to spell. It's uh, A-A-R-O-N-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z 11, number 11, uh, at uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, and Facebook. All of the same, uh, same tags. So, all right. Thank yep. you for being our guest this week. Everybody go check out the Bone Box on YouTube. We'll have the link in the show notes. And you can find follow me at the Scare Guy and at the Con Guy social media. We will see you guys next time. Bye bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.